It's the eighth episode of The Teal, a Kansas City current podcast. My name is Cindy Lada. I write the Testament that covers Kansas City, Kansas City Current, Sporting Kansas City, the Comets. And with me is old friend and pal, Jenna Miller. Hi, Jenna. How are you? Hey, good, Cindy. I am here once again. So it's great. Yeah, here we are. Another episode. Uh, big news, obviously, this week. Um, Twitter is going to have a new owner. Yes. Yeah. I was actually reading some of that, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know anything about the dude. I probably should, but if Twitter changes, what are we going to do with our lives? How are we going to get, how are we going to continue the drama on Twitter? Right. That is like all of women's soccer on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's um, keep some things the same and we'll be fine. Keep the drama. Uh, Don't change. Um, okay. Serious news here that we're going to talk about because there was a big game yesterday in Kansas City. The final group game of the Challenge Cup, or as it's been dubbed, the Chaos Cup because it has created some chaos as the 2022 NWSL season is set to begin this weekend. Now we have a wild overlap with that. And so that's going to make it an interesting couple, at least the next 10-ish days. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. The first things first. We can talk about just how... Great the game was. Jenna, you were at the game yesterday. I was, and it was awesome. There was no rain. It was a perfect Kansas day with no wind after everyone went through two days of the worst wind ever. So it was awesome to sit out in the perfect temperature. And right today is April 25th, so we just need a light jacket for today. Um, and yesterday was the same. So it was good. Um, so yeah, so I really enjoyed the game. Um, it was great to be able to be there and see it. Uh, the Blue Crew is awesome. They <laughs> they had a new chant that I had heard from the first time from them with the yellow cards to the Blues Clues song. And I'm not going to sing it because I'm not going to do it justice. But good job, guys. That was, that was great. Uh, overall, good atmosphere. I think they had another 5,000 people. So... I hope for the regular season that that keeps growing, but overall it was a fun game. Yeah, it, it looked it looked like a fun time. Yeah, no more crazy wind. That was wild. I was like, are we ever going to end this hurricane-like winds? Um, okay, so big time because going into this game, it was – the for Kansas City, they needed either to win or draw, and I think we all said that's the best possible outcome. Um, but if they lost, then we'd be in this wild mess that I think we didn't want to be in, and so I think eventually it would have worked out because Portland lost, so maybe potentially. I didn't know the goal differential close enough to see if we would have been able to overcome Washington with goal differential, oh, but I forgot I don't about Washington. Think, yeah, I don't think we would have. So, 
you know, the win was the best possible outcome. And we did it. I was right. We did it. You did it. Uh, win or draw, actually. Because, yes. I mean, for a while, I was like, this is going to be a draw. Oh, this is. So, all right. So, let's talk about the game real quick here. Um, okay, so we're just going to flash back just a little bit. I think we talked about Shea Groom and Elizabeth Ball getting into an altercation last um, time we chatted and how that was a little controversial and the players were like watch the replay this and that so just a little update on that and that is that Shea Groom got in trouble she did she did she did so the NWSL disciplinary committee which actually there's a thing and they make decisions on the player's conduct when there's like issues on the field so they reviewed it and they decided that Shea Groom committed unsportsmanlike conduct in the 36th minute of that game on April 15th. And so Groom was issued a warning and a fine. And Houston can't appeal. So can't do that. Can't, can't no WWE in the NWSL. We have enough drama. Exactly. We just, yeah. Drama, drama, drama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Casey current hosting the Chicago Red Stars. These two teams already met in Chicago. And so Casey won that one, but this was a bigger one and a must much more decisive type of game because the winner would like would win this central division. And so like we said, winner draw for Casey, they move on. All right, Jenna, let's recap this game. Yeah, um, it was a really good game. The first half was very defensive. Um, the formation, when they line up on the field to start, is a 3-4-3. Three, three. Um, but when Chicago would come into our defensive half, everyone would shift to that 5-3-2 with um, Leach and Ball as the center backs, which actually that worked really well on the defensive side. So that was good to see. Um Lineup changes. Weber was in for Labonta, and then uh, Cassie Miller was in for uh, Franch. And I don't know, I didn't, I don't see anything on the reasoning for that. Um, but I do know that at the end of the Houston game, AD took a little bit of a knock to her leg. So I don't know if that was precautionary um, or just knowing that Cassie came from Chicago, um, so she knows their strikers and their tendencies. Um, and she played really well. So whatever the decision was, whatever that was for, it worked. She had some really good saves um, to keep Chicago at only one goal, which was good. Um, but yeah, so that first half was really, really defensive, um, which I liked what I saw on the def- defensive end. The problem, though, when they shifted to that 5-3-2 was that then they'd clear it out and ball had a lot of the clearances um, but she couldn't connect with Rodriguez well enough to get it up through Edmonds and Bennett as they kind of cycled and shifted up there so that was the unfortunate downside of that but um, they went into the half tied so there was no goals in the first half so it worked that's what they needed uh, to be able to get that win and tie so that's just something that I saw of, yes, we've got a strength, 
but there's definitely something to work on in that system um, as they look at trying to get that attacking going at the same time. So um, they did sub Rodriguez at the half, um, and I think that was, well, obviously it ended up really good because Loera came in for her, and we got her first rookie goal. Um, what, what, what minute was that? 50-something minute? A few minutes later. After the half, she came in, got that first rookie goal, which was amazing because it also was on Sports Center. So hey, how about that? Hey. <laughs> so good job. That was really cool to see the players just celebrate with her. Um, and that was a heck of a strike from outside the box. So I that was impressive. That was super yeah. cool. And that was that was in the fiftieth minute, by the way. Okay, thank you. I knew it was early in the fifties, but I couldn't find it in my notes. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so she was on the pitch for a few minutes and made a huge impact, which was awesome. Um, and the game just really did open up in that second half, as they typically do. Um, Saint George for Chicago, I think, was one of their strongest players. I don't have any stats to back that up, but. Um, She's always a feisty one, too. Um, And she made it hard for Rodriguez in that first half, um, along with DiBernardo. I mean, Chicago's got a solid team. So it was good to see KC stick with it, to see those rookies stick with it, um, and be able to, I don't know, grind it out. That's my word for the game, I think, that came to mind, was they just really, they they went to it and, Hamilton, as always, is all over the place. I don't know how she stands after the games because she just never stops. <laughs> um, I mean, all of them do. But um, Ball was – I don't I'm rambling. This is super random at this point. But um, <laughs> I just – as I'm thinking about it, Ball was the defensive player of the game for sure. She has really anchored that back line and um, – um, I hope that Mace is back soon to have both of them together on that back line. Uh, that'll be really sweet to see what happens with that. But she just was all over the place, um, clearing it and even getting up into the attacking part of it at times as well. So overall, I think just a really good, solid defensive game. They were able to get the offense when they needed it to. Um Hamilton's goal from Bennett. Oh man, we sat in the just the perfect seats in the right half to see those goals right in front of us for both of them. And that nutmeg that Bennett had, I don't know if it was on Milazzo. I don't remember which defender was over there, but she nutmegged her, whipped around that corner, and just Hamilton was in the perfect spot to get it through. Nair was pulled up really close to that front post. And Hamilton was just right in that perfect sweet spot. And it was just amazing. So that was cool. It brought back like watching Rose Lavelle in the final of the World Cup right in front of us vibes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is sweet. This is that kind of goal. Um, at least it felt like to me. So yeah, it was fun. It was a good game. Um, I think the highlight was the defense to keep working on is that connection through the midfield, which for not having... Mewis, um, that we've talked about every time. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big deal uh, to be able to pull that off and make it in the semifinals. They're in mm-hmm. the semifinals. They have a great record through the Challenge Cup. So, yeah, I think it's all highlights. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, def- it definitely, um, just from the highlights I've seen and things I've read, I didn't get to attend because I'm working on being a multi-sport athlete and um, yesterday was softball day. So it's playing softball, but hey. AKA I- Cindy does not say no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I hit the ball and I got two RBIs. So hey, good cheers, job. cheers to the current and me for <laughs> our wins yesterday. Um, what else? What else? So yeah, so I only was able to watch like the first half, and yeah, very very tight. Um, definitely, Kansas City seemed to be the they had a better. I mean, first half stats that I that I saw was um, it was all Kansas City. I think on the shots, four on shots on goal. Chicago had zero. Chicago definitely kept the possession though, but um, at the end of the day, it's going to be those goals that count. So, and it was also kind of very like intense game too, from what I saw the first half. Um, but yeah, going into the half, his zero zero, and then it all started happening in the second half, which I'm starting to. I'm starting to see that Kansas City is a second half team. For the well, and I think just like this game was the clearest that you could definitely tell their mindset for the first half was keep the clean sheet. They were so tight defensively in that first half that yeah, I think that's what they had to have had that plan. But yeah, I think that's kind of a a strong mm-hmm, starting mm-hmm. point for them. For sure. And I think, um, again, that experience of Ball and Leach, that's that's got to be helping a lot, too, because those first few games, aside the Houston game, they, they just seemed a little like they were trying to, you know, figure out defensively back there. But I think this could be our center backs, this our starting center backs, Leach and Ball, and then um, Weinbrenner, Rodriguez. I think Weber was in there too. Um, so yeah, she would shift back when they yeah that five back. Yeah. So um, from what I saw, at least in the first half, um, good, good, solid for for that. Um, and again, Hamilton's all over the place, but Bennett has got to be at. I mean, if she continues to be healthy, continues to start, continues to be in the lineup, she you know is rookie of the year candidate right there she's just she's just a good all-around player who's physical and you know the kind of player that Kansas City needs after losing Williams so um yeah one one is the last thing I saw and then I went to softball and then I was keeping track of it on the bench um and then I saw two to one like at some point so yeah Kansas City has won two to one. They did win against the Red Stars, which they won the division and are on to their first playoff appearance of the Challenge Cup. Huge improvement coming off 2021. Um, and, you know, I think I saw on Twitter, somebody was like, oh, they're, you know, overhyping it, celebrating it's a preseason tournament. I'm like, it's a big deal for a, a club that has, we can obviously talk about how poorly timed the challenge cup has been how it wasn't scheduled properly how maybe at this point we should just be like with the with the 
and with the pre with the actual season it could have just ended after you know like the premiere does where you know the most points you know like they do like the table and like the most points would win the tournament i think that would be the most ideal situation because it's now overlapping the start of the season but it's a big deal for the club it's a big deal to come off a season like 2021 and then come off in 2022 new coach a different lineup and this team is looking to be a strong contender for um the nwsl playoffs coming up and um it's something to celebrate so yeah it's a preseason preseason tournament of course it could have been handled differently but it, it's it's something to be excited about like the fans the club the city it's a to celebrate so um preseason tournament or not you know you still want to do well i mean i still get excited when i win my indoor rec co-ed league so <laughs> you know um it's okay to celebrate this even though it's questionable why we're having this at this specific time so um so yeah so now kansas city is going to host the semifinal on may 4th that's at 7 30 p.m and that is at children's mercy park of course because that is the home of the current um so get your tickets and actually just found out that if you're a season ticket holder you have to buy tickets for this <laughs> so it's not included in the yeah I did see that. I think I was like, unless I read my email wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I read today. Um, okay, so group stage of the Challenge Cup is over. Let's look talk about the la- the next, what it looks like, what, what happened. Of course, there are two divisions. It's so easy to just focus on the central division because that's all the games I watched. Um, Jenna, no, I think I watched a little bit of what game was it the other day? Rain and who did the rain play? San Diego. San Diego. That's right. Uh, was that the cooler Classico? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so there's two other divisions out there. We can't forget about them because yeah. now that we're out of division play, now we're going to get to see, okay, like we know how Kansas City looks against Chicago and Houston and racing Louisville. And just to note on Chicago red stars, um, there was no Mallory Pugh. So, yes. uh, fortunately, um, and then French was not in the injury list, but I think it was precautionary. Yeah. So, and Which Miller's. Is, yeah. Go ahead. It's preseason. So if you're going to do the precautionary, yeah, that makes sense. And Miller is a solid backup. I think people forget that she was like the starting goalkeeper for Chicago, like and played in the final for Chicago. So she's like a solid goalkeeper. So if yeah. Franch was to go like go on to like international duty for a while, Miller's the backup. That's a pretty solid backup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Okay. So Jenna, tell us about our Challenge Cup group stage recap. Yeah. So. The other divisions, um, East Division, Courage won that with 12 points. Washington came in second with 10 points. They ultimately got that fourth spot for the semifinals off of their goal differential. Um, As we're looking at that, 
and then New Jersey, New York, Gotham. Um, they had six points, and Orlando had two. So we'll see where Orlando goes. Can only go up from there. Um, Central, we talked about West Division then. Um, Rain had 14 points. Portland had 10. Um, so they ultimately lost that fourth spot off of the goal differential, um, which that was a surprising upset by Angel City. Um, Portland did have a pretty significant COVID outbreak, it looks like, and so they had several players um, that could not participate. Um, so hopefully they all are back on track soon. Um, not too soon, though, for Casey's sake. And we'll go from there. <laughs> and then... Um, San Diego got third with five points, and ACFC finished up with four. So, um, I didn't catch a lot of the West games. I did see a couple of the rain, um, and they look like they picked up just right where they ended last season, which was in a strong position. Um, I did catch more of the East games. Um, The Courage are looking very sharp. I know that there were a lot of questions with how drastically their lineup changed um, from last season to this season, but they, uh, yeah, they've got some strong players. They've added uh, two more Brazilians. Yeah, so they've got Mm -hmm. a strong team. Um, And they've got Dabinia, they've got Urseg. Murphy is injured right now. I don't know when I have no idea when she's coming back. Um, so Roland is in for the goalkeeping there, um, which as we look for the KC game coming up with that semifinal, um, we'll see. I mean, anything could happen. We've still got a little bit of time before that semifinal. Um, and everybody's got a game to play before that semifinal too. So we'll see from there. But it is going to be a tough one for KC. The Courage's midfield is very strong, and so that'll be something for sure that will test uh, where KC's at there. So, And to contain Dabinia and Pinto and um, who else is up there? Those are the names I can think of off the top of my head right now. But but yeah, so it's going to be a good game. Uh, there's a lot of crossover from previous Courage to KC, so they they know those players, um, mm-hmm. and they know that system, so that should help us, I think, um, and we'll see what happens. It should be an exciting game. It is on the one day of the week that I cannot make the um, unwise decision to drive down <laughs> on a school night because that is our uh, – we get to go explore – the wilderness with our sixth graders and not lose them and mm. i won't be back in time to leave early so mm. oh well it'll be all right but yeah, yeah. so that's kind of <laughs> where the division ended as well as then my rabbit trail off to what the courage game could look like for the semifinal. so mm. the semifinal is going to be at children's mercy like we said before uh wednesday may 4th at seven thirty. If you can't make it like me, you can find it on Paramount Plus. Yeah. It's just preseason. 
It is, but it's a semifinal. <laughs> it feels like a big deal. <laughs> I know. I mean, first playoff yeah. appearance, big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's one semifinal. We have another semifinal coming up. On top of that, mm-hmm. season starts on this weekend. First game. Okay. So, okay. Let's let's break that down a little bit because I think that's where the NWSL is getting a lot of um, flack for is how poorly this was planned, mm-hmm. and the the Challenge Cup could have started earlier or it could have ended in the point space system. It didn't. Here we are. Can't change the past. So we are in this weird, weird, weird situation here where. Um, just a lot. So, all right. So let's talk about the rain. OL rain. They are looking really good right now. <laughs> that is not a team that anybody wants to face. They are probably them and the courage, I think, are two teams that I'm like, ooh. Um, so they have won. They're like the best team finished at the top. They would also be hosting the next semifinal, like Kansas City. But then there's this schedule conflict because the Seattle Sounders are playing at the same time, same day. And so obviously, obviously you're going to give, they're going to give the Sounders um, priority to, I can't remember the name of the field, but it's where the Seahawks play. You and I went there one time. Yeah, we went there. 2017, our first U.S. national team soccer game. Um, you remember that. Yeah, come on. Australia, US. It wasn't our first, though, because we started in oh, Chile's, but that's right. yes, we did see Australia. I think it was the first one that they didn't lose when we watched it. I don't remember. Anyway, we've been oh. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now the interesting part about that is that um, the Rain are going to be the home team in Washington, but not at Audi Field. At Sagra Field. So, just wild. Um, and that's May 1st. So, and again, there's another scheduling conflict while they can use Audi Field. So, just a mess on that side of things. Um, yeah, so bizarre. Yeah, their semifinal is still the fourth, but they play each other May 1st for the start of the regular season at Audi. So, <laughs> I guess Rain gets to fly out there before May 1st and stay until May 4th. I don't know. It just seems really wild that they can't. I know that plans have been made, but, like, can we not pause for a second and realize that there are better solutions? I don't know. That's me. Yeah. And... And it all was like decided last yesterday because if the rain would have beat Washington, the game would it would just been like wild even still because then you end up with like a 10 a.m. Pacific time game time and then you're talking about a debacle of like why do the women get bumped to like morning times and oh my goodness because CBS is airing coverage of the PGA golf tournament and so it's just just not good. Um I don't know. We did all of this five months ago. We I know. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, thankfully, Kansas City doesn't get affected 
But the thing is, it's a midweek mid midweek game, which I'm like, those are rough to. Anyway, point is now we are. So the four semifinal teams are Rain, Spirit. They play each other. Mm-hmm. Rain is the home team in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, and then KC, North Carolina, at Children's Mercy Park. And then the winner will play May 7th. And so that's going to affect the weekend game. So whoever makes the final is going to have to, I mean, for, for example, Kansas City, their first game is Saturday at Portland the, of the regular season. And then they have a semifinal at Children's Mercy Park on Wednesday. And then should they win, they would play May 7th. But if they lose, they obviously probably would keep their May 8th game in Kansas City. So if they win, there goes the home opener on May 8th, which is also Mother's Day. Um, so just just chaos. Yeah. Chaos Cup is what I've Ultimate heard. Ultimate chaos. Ultimate chaos. This is this is the one, this is the joys of the NWSL is that there will always be something you're like. Why didn't anybody think this through? So, anyway, that's that. We'll find out. So, let's not forget the NWSL season starts this weekend. Kansas City plays at Portland. And Portland, like Jenna said earlier, has all these COVID issues. Um, So, there we go. This is where we are. Regular season, Challenge Cup, anyway, KC's in a situation that's like, they're competitors, and they will focus on every aspect, the season, the preseason tournament, you know, but it's like, but MLS kind of does it too, in a way, because they do the U.S. Open Cup, mm-hmm. and then they do the regular season. So it totally can be done, it just has to be scheduled appropriately. Yep. So I think it's, I think it's okay to have these tournaments. Just the timing of it is the questionable part. But I mean, but then also the English game in um, the England Premier League. They have Premier League, FA Cup, some other cup, another cup, and it's all like in the same season. So it totally can be done, but scheduling is the major part of this. So. Yeah. Jenna, what are some thoughts? What are your thoughts after this group stage and just what's going to happen? Yep. I offer my logistical calendar services to the NWSL. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I think it totally can be done. I just, I, there's got to be the year when they're able to plan far enough ahead. And as the different stadiums, as you, as the teams get their own stadiums too, that'll help. Um, so I know Casey Currents is working on theirs, um, which I'm super excited for. Um, but yeah, so it's chaos. It is drama. It feels like the same thing, but I know that they're trying. So we'll keep, keep going at it. Um, mm-hmm. I do like a little bit of, a competitive preseason just to 
kind of see where things are before the season kicks off. Uh, like I, it's, I'm super excited for the season, having seen the last four games of KC because they're rocking it, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when you look at the growth from last season. So I like that, um, mm-hmm. and it makes me excited for that. Had it not gone well, like some of the other teams, maybe would I have a different feeling about the preseason <laughs> tournament? Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so it'll get there. It'll mm-hmm, get there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited. I think that Casey's got a really good uh, team to go through this season. Uh, gives me a lot of hope that it will not end up like last season. Although um, last season wasn't bad. They just had so many close games that didn't fall the right way. So uh, I don't know. I'm just excited. I think I've said that a million times mm-hmm. at this point, but mm-hmm. um, but it is good. So mm-hmm. I I think the NWSL is trying. They're trying to think about how they can put in some of these different cups and yeah. uh, prize money and things like that and get opportunities for sponsors and mm-hmm. different things. So mm-hmm. we will have a magical year where it all comes together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It will be great. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's definitely bright spots of having a tournament like this. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to, you know, we wait for so long to see how like the season, oh, what is how does the team look? How are they gonna do? And then we had a full tournament. We're like, oh, this is actually a very competitive team. Okay, they played like three teams twice. Mm-hmm. And now we're gonna how they dwell how they do against Portland on Saturday is going to be, you know, a marker of where they're at, how they do Wednesday against a really good North Carolina team, which just I'm feeling like doesn't matter who North Carolina has, they're always going to be good. Um, and then potentially how the next weekend's game. So I think the only unfortunate part was obviously losing Lynn Williams in the first game, I think just because it was, such a big trade they did for Mewis and Williams to get them here in Kansas City, and they're both sideline. And so that's the unfortunate part. I mean, Mewis was already injured when she got traded, and she was working her way back and recovery and all that. But Williams got injured during the first the Challenge Cup, and you're like, oh, that's that's a big bummer. Um. But yeah, it's exciting. I think if you're a Kansas City fan, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you are. It's, it's 2022 looks exciting, and you know there's there's some really good rookies that Kansas City drafted: Bennett, Loera, Weinbrenner. Like they're they're good, they're solid. And as Potter said, you're good enough, you're old enough. So hey, they're showing that. Um, so it's going to be a good season. It's going to be. If they continue to stay injury-free and Mewis returns, this is going to be an extremely competitive playoff contender team for the upcoming season. So, yeah. It'll be exciting. A uh, defensive rookie of the year and a offensive rookie of the year because I feel like Weinbrenner is going to get shorted in this. But, no, I think 
that's exactly it. We we see really good rookie talent and see how they progress through the year, which they're at a really great starting point. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it'll be exciting when we get the. It's weird to think of Sam and Lynn as veterans, but I don't know what to call them. So um, as we get them in too mm-hmm. and get them with the rookies, it'll be pretty cool to see. So mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that'll be a good time, good season, good time. Mm-hmm. So recap here, real quick. Uh, Keys Current have won the Central Division for the end of for the Challenge Cup, and now they are one of the semifinal teams, second seed actually, and so they get to host. And that game is on Wednesday, next Wednesday, May fourth. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then also, the NWSL season starts this Saturday, and that's an away game at Portland, and that's a five p.m. kickoff. I can't quite give you a scouting report on Portland because I haven't watched enough Portland, but Portland is always a solid team as well. Um, and then Wednesday, the game. And then depending how Wednesday goes, we could see a final, Kansas City in the final of the Challenge Cup. And they could either play the Rain or Washington. If the Rain win, they go to the Pacific Northwest. If Washington wins and KC wins, then Kansas City will host the Challenge Cup final at Children's Mercy Park on May 7th. Let me just check to see. I don't think. I like that outcome. I think I checked the sporting schedule earlier. Yeah. um, And it was clear. Yeah. So sporting Kansas City would be playing in New York. So Children's Mercy Park should be open. If that is the potential. Um, But then if they lose, the home opener is May 8th against the Houston Dash. And that's against, and that's, I'm sorry, that's a 4 p.m. kickoff. So a lot of potentials here that we're going to be tracking in the next coming week or so. But I think, I think in my mind, I'd be like, oh, they don't play until next Wednesday. But I'm like, oh, wait, season starts this weekend. So. Not next Wednesday. There is actually a game Saturday that will start counting for the big deal. So here we go. Um, okay. Well, that's all I have on my. Jenna, we good? Yeah, we're good. All right. Well, that's episode eight of The Teal. Lots of current to keep track of the next two weeks, um, starting with this weekend season starts don't forget it don't do like i do i forgot that the season started this weekend so it does that's against portland jenna's favorite team um no not at all <laughs> don't put that on any record <laughs> okay jenna hot seat time current mm-hmm. or the courage why do you do that <laughs> that's just the way to end the episode why we don't play them yet we play portland next We'll just okay. focus on I'm that. Just, I'm just looking ahead. I, I know you have some interest in the courage. I do. Yeah. It just hurts my heart. It's fine. Well, <laughs> I don't like Portland, though. So we're going to take on Portland Saturday, April 30th, and Casey's going to win. And I don't even know who's going to be on Portland's field, given what they've got going on. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. Casey 
has got it. And I will be watching on Twitch at 5 p.m. And it will be great. Mm, that's right. Twitch. Oh, got to get that stinking app now again. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's all we got. I was going to say, ooh, no podcast next week. But we do because there'll be a game on Saturday. So we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.